0: what up guys thanks for joining me fantasy football hustler and this is money making moves week three waiver wire ads all right so before i get into this i want to let you know if you don't follow me on social media make sure you do that at ff hustler 420 and if you don't know i'm one of the idp specialists out there in the fantasy football world so i'm all about idp and i have a brand idp life and we're doing a giveaway um, this week and it's for these t-shirts Fuck team defense. Gotta keep it real for the hardcore IDP guys. Giving away three of these shirts. I have them in black and white. There's many ways that you can join, but go to the link in the description, the Linktree link, and go to my Facebook or Twitter and go look at the pinned post and you will see all the ways that you can gain entries. A lot of it is just following me on social media, going and signing up on Patreon, um, sharing the post, liking the post, different things like that. We've had over a hundred entries so far, so it's been great. I want to get more than that. I know there's a lot of people out there who love IDP fantasy football, so make sure you get into that giveaway. Go look at my YouTube page or my Twitter page at the pinned post. All right, let's get into these offensive ads, though. All right, so I like to start with QBs. I got three of them here. Ryan Tannehill going up against the Vikings. Phillip Rivers, he's obviously a bust, but Ryan Tannehill, we saw how good he looked last week, 239 yards, four TDs. As much as we thought that they were going to be a run first team with Henry, they've been doing they've been doing just fine without Henry being the beast. I think Tannehill's a good pickup and start if you need a streamer. And he might be a good just guy to have on your bench versus getting letting one of your opponents get him too. Gardner Minshew, my second guy here going up against Miami on Thursday night. He just keeps getting it done. He is super scrappy, and he is just making it happen. This week was 339 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. That wasn't good, but 339 yards and three TDs. So he's making it happen. They're going up against Miami. He's not the best defense who Josh Allen just completely destroyed. Pick him up and start him. Now, for my super flex and 2QB guys, go out and get Justin Herbert. I know he's out there. A lot of people – in a lot of redraft leagues, he probably wasn't drafted unless you play in a deeper league. I'd go out and get him in his – debut against the Chiefs 311 yards one TD one interception and one rushing TD in his debut I've been talking shit about this guy all year but mainly it's about being on the Chargers and how they just ruin QBs that first drive he made it look easy when he went down on the Chiefs and they scored so I'm not saying he's like gonna be the greatest thing since sliced bread but in a 2qb in a super flex league he's gonna get picked up i'd rather have him on my bench than on someone else's starting roster you never know what he's gonna turn into throughout this season but his first game it looked promising let's get into some of these running backs it was a sad day for running back if you had cmc and barkley like i did in a few leagues like it just it's been one of those weeks and is not good i feel your pain if you have Christian McCaffrey, and you need that replacement. You're going to go get Mike Davis. He didn't have too much on the ground, only one rush for one yard, but eight receptions for 74 yards. I want that upside. He's pretty much the only guy that they got. Well, not the only guy that they got, but he was the clear-cut backup with very little behind him. Didn't need anybody. CMC is going to be out four to six weeks with – how much of a freak of nature he is. Maybe that's three weeks, but I'd go out and get Mike Davis. And if you're not the CMC owner, I'd be out there trying to get him and then trying to trade him to the CMC owner, or he's just going to be a good flex play. You know, one of the, one of the three, another guy, sure. You guys already saw the news about Devonta Freeman, how he is getting picked up by the giants and pretty much going to be the replacement for Saquon Barkley. I'm, not that sold on the Giants offense or the Giants rush game. Devonta Freeman, even if you don't have Barkley, I'd go out and pick him up because he's going to be easy trade bait. I would try to pick him up and trade him if you don't have Barkley. And if you have Barkley, try to pick him up and get him on your squad. Time for that 420 break. You know we're doing it every video, four minutes and 20 seconds in. Make sure you have your shit packed and ready to go because – uh I love smoking. I hope you're in a legal-friendly state like I am. I'm in California, Southern California to be exact, smoking on some rosin right now. If you guys don't know what that is, go look at go Go research it. Go, go look up what dabs are because uh, it's next-level shit and uh, pretty much the best way to consume THC, at least in my mind. Let me know what you're smoking on in the chat. 420 oh. peeps. Uh, show that support. Oh. Where the hustle all started, now it's made it to fantasy football advice. Oh. Let's hop back into the episode. Oh. Now, Jarek McKinnon. We don't know if Mostert is going to play 100% yet. It's leaning towards him missing a week. And if he misses a week, they already got Tevin Coleman, who's going to be out. So I think Jack McKinnon, he's, number, he's the number one pickup for me out of running backs. So that's who I'd be targeting if I was just going to target, you know, one of these running backs. Um, last week, he didn't have that much work because Mostert played most of the game, but three yeah, three rushes for 77 yards and a touchdown, I mean, you can't argue with the efficiency, and if he's going to be the number one and Jimmy Garoppolo, he's he's on a bum leg right now, so he may not play, so they may just lean on the run more, and even if he does play, they're probably just going to lean on the run more, and it's probably going to be all about rushing and defense for 49ers. And the last guy here, Daryl Henderson, Jr., going up against Buffalo. Part of that three-headed attack with the Rams, so – I initially I had him a little higher because it seemed like acres and Brown weren't going to play, but now who knows if they're going to play or not. Acres does have like separated ribs, but now they're talking about how he might play through it. Brown has a broken pinky. I'm not sure what hand he has it on, but I'm pretty sure both hands are kind of important. I would pick up Henderson and he would probably be a start for me, depending on who my options were. I just don't know how, if a guy has separated ribs, why are you going to risk, you know, getting him out there and, I mean, you can't need him that bad. You're already 2-0. And Malcolm Brown, you got a broken pinky. I mean, why are you going to keep feeding him the ball and making him get aggravation on that pinky versus letting him get rest? I mean, it's all going to come down to game flow, and it's all going to come down to if Daryl Henderson does good or not. Like, that's for sure. But he did pretty good last week, 12 rushes, 81 yards, touchdown, Um, two receptions for 40 yards I mean he looked good out there it's the first time that I've ever said that he's looked good out there on the field so I think that he is worth an ad and you're just gonna have to follow me so you can hear about more of the updates going on throughout the week Let's jump into those wide receivers. Now, I mentioned this guy last week, Russell Gage. You got to go out and get him. I mean, they they have a three-headed attack out there. And if Julio is not 100%, Russell Gage is the number two in that offense. Julio just looked bad. He was limping around on the field. And, man, Russell Gage threw a perfect pass to Julio Jones. That should have been a touchdown. And it went through Julio's hands. He never drops balls. So, man, Julio, you fucked up Russell Gage's touchdown there bro so you know it's all good um i'm sure russell gage laughed it off he still had nine targets six receptions 46 yards got that touchdown they're looking for him in the red zone more than they're looking for julio jones so if you didn't grab him go out and grab him okay now some guys i didn't talk about last week keelan cole he's someone I would go out and grab playing on Thursday night versus Miami. He has more targets on the year than DJ Chark. And I know that's hard to believe because Chark is the number one, you know, on that team. But defenses also know that he's the number one on that team, and they haven't had the best matchups, and he's been getting some tough coverage. So I think Keelan Cole, you can pick him up and start him. He had six, seven targets, six receptions, 58 yards, and a touchdown this past week, and going up against Miami, who just got torched. Thursday night game, I, I'd go out and pick him up and start him if you're really limited uh deshaun jackson here's someone that i said was a must sit and then he comes out and gets nine targets six receptions 64 yards they're going up against cincinnati who is hot garbage right now so depending on who your options are i think that jackson is a good add and is a good flex play especially if you play in leagues with multiple flexes going up against cincinnati this is going to be the week if he's going to shine in a week it's going to be this week after this week probably sitting him right back on my bench Last guy here, going a little bit deeper, Chase Claypool. This kid is a baller. He only had one catch in the first week, but hopefully you saw it. Had like a 360 catch doing a toe tap on the sideline baller. This week, he only had three targets, three receptions, but that huge touchdown had 88 total yards and the touchdown. He's someone that if you're in a deeper league, you must go out and grab him. The talent is there. I don't know how you deny it for much longer. you got to get this kid more looks. He is very talented. You know, Steelers' wide receiver core as a whole is talented. I think that this really affects someone like James um, James Washington just because... <sighs> Chase, you got to get him out there. He is a baller like he might be one of the best wide receivers drafted this year. And that's in limited, you know, views that I've seen him. He's only had four receptions on the year, but they've been amazing. So get him some work and be on the lookout. Tight ends. Okay, so tight ends is always a wasteland, as we know. There's a couple guys who I think are going to be good pickups and starts this week. Now, Dalton Schultz may not be the best start this week necessarily. Um, For the Cowboys, he's taken over the – Taking over the Blake Jarwin role. And this week was in prime fashion of how they want to get the tight ends involved. Nine receptions, 10 targets, nine receptions, 88 yards, touchdown. He did have that fumble. Not necessarily the best matchup versus Seattle, but we know how much the Cowboys like to get the tight end involved. And if they're going to keep feeding him like this, I, I mean, I'm not. This might not even be his best game of the year but if this is something that's going to come consistent you know six seven eight nine receptions and 60 70 80 yards i mean that's a tight end one right there that's an every week tight end one in this crazy wasteland so Got to pick him up. He's the number one tight end on my list of guys to add this week. Now, second guy, a little bit of this depends on Jack Doyle's health, Mo Alley Cox. Whoa. So, hopefully, you guys saw how much I've been talking about him before this week with Jack Doyle out because of how bad the Vikings were. He did not disappoint. Six targets. 5 receptions, 111 yards. He was definitely the favorite target for Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers' his favorite targets throughout his time in the NFL has always been tight ends and running backs. I don't know how Jack Doyle is going to get more work than Moali Cox. I mean, basketball player, six six. I mean, we saw that. We saw him stretch out for a couple. There's just no denying how much better he is right now than Jack Doyle. So the Colts would be stupid not to make – Cox the starter and make Jack Doyle more of a, you know, piece who's out there, not even in the red zone, but just out there in two tight end sets. Now, last guy, Jordan Reed, completely balled out with his two-touchdown game, eight targets, seven receptions, 50 yards. They're going up against the Giants, who don't have the best defense. George Kittle is more than likely not playing. A lot of it does bank on George Kittle not playing, but they made it seem like Kittle's going to be out for about three weeks. So, I think Jordan Reed, you can go out, pick him up, and start him if you don't have, you know, a clear-cut tight end one. He's got – He's going to be the the centerpiece of their offense as far as the passing game goes. There, there's just no weapons out there in San Fran, and now the running backs, you know, got injured. And I mean, San Fran as a whole, they had the worst luck out of anybody this week. And hopefully, it's Jimmy G out there playing. If it's not Jimmy G, we might want to pump the brakes a little bit on Gordon, on uh, Jordan Reed. But even after Jimmy G left, they just they kept throwing him the ball. So. I feel like there's not many options out there. So kind of by default, you go with that huge guy in the middle of the field, especially if he's creating separation. All right, guys, don't forget about my giveaway. Go to Facebook, go to Twitter, look at my pinned post. There's so many different ways that you can um, enter the giveaway. A lot of it, like I said, is following on, social media, following on uh, YouTube. If you go leave me a review on Apple podcasts, um, that's a, that's a couple entries right there. Same thing with Spotify and you're going to get bonus entries for doing things like that. So really it's all about getting engagement going, you know, helping me build the numbers a little bit. I've been doing this for over four years now. I mean, with my knucklehead friends, I've been giving advice for over 10 years, but at least in this community, the fantasy football advice group for experts, experts, gurus and beginners been doing that for four years we're over eleven thousand strong go like that on facebook and go join the group all right guys money making moves Week three week three waiver wire ads go out and add them make moves every single week even if you think your team is the shit there's a lot of people at the bottom of your bench that are expendable so don't wait for that guy to break out especially if it's one of these rookie receivers who really hasn't lived up to expectations and didn't have an injury in front of them all right guys like the video make sure you leave some comments make sure you follow me everywhere on social media go to the description click on link tree that link tree link say that five times fast go click on that you can follow me everywhere really quick you could join the fantasy football advice group there we'll see you in a couple days for the start and sit thread that's every saturday and sunday morning make sure you go join it's been a hit so far it's on facebook twitter and youtube all right guys